Hola, hola. It's your girl, Erica, from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my love. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to speak about this topic on friendships. You will not believe how many messages, DMs, emails, everything I get about friendships and women who are having problems in friendships, have questions about it. It's such a massive topic. And then I polled my audience and spoke to a few of my clients inside of the sisterhood. And they were like, hell yeah, that's a problem. So I thought I would talk about it. I might do a few episodes about friendships. And this one here today, we'll talk about when friendship gets tricky. Because maybe, like me, you've been on this journey of growing and developing yourself, of changing your life, of being a better version of yourself, of shifting and evolving and changing. And change is really scary for many reasons and for many people. And what change means is actually to become different, to become something else, to stop doing what you've always been doing. And that could really impact a friendship. You know, you start believing in yourself. You stop gossiping about other women. You stop complaining about how you're not good enough. You stop picking yourself and other women apart. You start feeling good about yourself. You start wearing clothes that make you feel good. You start investing money in your growth. You start making your priorities different, your time different. You start putting you first. That is going to make the relationship rocky, not only a friendship, but also a relationship. And I want to consider a few things here. You know, relationships can get or friendships can get tricky in many different ways. And I'm going to share a few stories of myself without obviously saying names, but just so you could see how things can evolve and how you could deal with these evolutions and these changes in a productive way instead of fighting it and instead of getting angry or upset or taking things personally. So first and foremost, we need to understand how we are attracting friends. Who attracted the friends that you have right now? What part of you? There are many parts of us. And I know that in the past, I've attracted friends in a scarcity. I don't have enough. I'm not good enough. They're better than me. I need them. They're exciting and I'm boring. They know more than me. I don't know enough. They're smarter. They're more educated. They're cool. I'm not cool. Whatever that is. They're adventurous and I'm not. They're sexy and I'm not. When you've attracted friends in the past, what has been, what part of you has attracted? From what part of you did you attract this friend? And it's an important reflection that hopefully you can go back and hindsight, right? And go, oh, I can see how I attracted that person. I can see who I was being in that relationship. God, I, I'm taking myself back to high school and the girls that I hung out with, I had all kinds of different friends in high school. I was like the, I was every single stereotype you can imagine in high school as a foster kid and as a 
a Gemini. I just had an identity crisis every second day. And I was like preppy. Then I was in the drama club. Then I was with the cheerleaders. I was a dancer. Then I was a gangster. Then I was, you know, I mean, I was everything. I was literally a punk rocker, a headbanger. I was every single uh, (laughs) stereotype that you could imagine. And when I asked myself, going back to all these parts of myself, what part of me attracted, I know that hanging out with the rich girls made me feel powerful. They hung out with me because they were scared of me. They hung out with me because I was exciting and crazy and outgoing and brave. And I was had flavor. You know, I was willing to do naughty stuff, stuff that was not okay. I was willing to fight. I was willing to talk back. I had an F, you know, I was like, I was really bad at school. And so my attracting of them, maybe they were attracted to me because I was exciting and I was a bit crazy and I was a bit ghetto fabulous. And they were more rigid and they were uh, from different parts of the towns we lived in. And their parents were really involved where I didn't have parents being involved. It was almost like the bad boy, but in a friendship. I was the bad girl, right? And so the part of me that was attracted to them was a part of me that wanted to feel like I fit in with the cool kids or the rich kids or the kids that were good enough. I wanted to feel respected and seen, which I didn't feel respected and seen. So clearly that's what I was seeking. When I hung out with the headbanger kids who were like, is it emo, emo, whatever, I don't know what it's called, but the kids who were like, uh, death metal, and I don't care about my life, and I don't care about anything. When I was hanging out with those kids, I got to be careless, like nothing matters, nothing can hurt me, like no one can hurt me, and nothing can hurt me, and I'm invincible, and like, I don't care. I don't care so much. And I was trying to not care and pretend that things didn't bother me and pretend that I wasn't really sad but I was. And I went into those circles so that I could feel like, doesn't matter. You're good. You're strong. You don't even need to care. You're so careless. Moving into my older years when I attracted friendships, I remember a really dear friend of mine in California. I had no friends when I lived in California. I was brand new to California. I had moved from Boston and I was just sitting there with my Mac lip gloss. And this girl came up to me and was like, oh my God, I love your lip gloss. And I was like, oh, hey, And beautiful friendship. I'm still friends with her. But what I got from that was acceptance. I got, you can fit in here. You're cool. Who you are is accepted. Uh, I desire to be your friend. I felt like I could be myself with this person. And they took me in. I lived with their family. It, It was amazing. We're still friends till this day. But I want you to look at all of the different friends that you've attracted in your life and just look at who you were being in that moment. What were you needing? What part of you attracted them? I've had relationships where I've attracted friends who I was like, man, this is amazing. It's so exciting. Everything's great. Then to only realize that the values that we both had, like one of my top values is integrity, integrity all the way, not money, not status, not being right. Integrity. It's a high value responsibility, meaning if it has to do with me, it's on me. If there's a fuck up in my life or something's not right, it's on me. I am a very responsible person. So if you're going to be my friend, I need you also to take responsibility for your results and take responsibility for what outcomes you get. If you try to blame it on other people, that shit's not going to roll with me. And I just can't, I just, I can't be with that. And so there's been friendships in the past where their lack of responsibility or integrity didn't show up until later. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I don't, I don't, this doesn't feel good for me. This doesn't feel good anymore. But what part of me attracted that? What part of me was blind to see that? That's my part as well. 
So I want you to look at this, not to blame yourself, but I want you to look at it so that you can get some light, shed some light on who you've been being, shed some light on how you attracted these friends into your life. People don't just fall on your lap. There is something that you do that attracts them. Just like any relationship, just like success, just like money, just like weight, just like happiness and joy. We attract, we're always attracting, especially when we don't think we're actively attracting. We're putting something out there and it's coming back into our lives. And so if you are right now in a relationship or a friendship and it feels a bit tricky, what a beautiful reflecting time for you to look at who were you in that relationship and how did you attract that? And what part can you take responsibility for before we go talking about our friends or the people we were friends with? I am responsible for every relationship, every outcome of how that relationship worked. I am fully responsible. I made a mistake in one of my relationships, one of my friendships, where I didn't share how I felt. I didn't say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. What are you feeling? Or, hey, this is how, which is very much not like me. I'm very communicative. And I speak a lot, but I was having feelings in this relationship. I was feeling a certain way. And I, after doing this work, yo, when you work on yourself, I don't know about you, but I, I go very inside of me. So I start with me. So if I have an issue with someone, I go into myself and I'm like, what about me is bothered with this? And I really try to spend time with me more than spend time outside of myself. Because I could find all the ways and all the reasons and all the excuses by how my friendship didn't work or how that person said this or how that person did that. But I know better, right? Like now, all this work that I do, I know better. So I always go to myself. So I spent a lot of time with myself. And here's the mistake that I made. The mistake I made was I spent so much time with myself figuring out what about me was not happy that I didn't feel like I needed to step outside of myself and speak to this person. It was like, if you got a problem, Erica, that shit's on you. Deal with it yourself. And it's it's, to me, I don't know, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. So if you're listening to this podcast, feel free to DM me or message me or send me an email. But for me, it's a fine line that I still struggle with. If I have an issue with someone else, a friend of mine, it's my issue. So I will sit with myself and work out how that's my issue. And sometimes I come to the place where I go, you know what? I don't need to speak to this person. I don't need to speak to them. I don't need a closure. I don't need to hear. I don't need a fight. I don't need to hear how they were right and I was wrong or they were wrong and I was right. I don't need that. That to me is drama. So then I just move back and I deal with myself. And in this relationship, I made a mistake because I didn't go speak to the person and say, hey, I've been feeling like this and I know this is my shit but I've been feeling like this about you and about us in this relationship and it doesn't align for me right now and I need to take some time. And the problem is when we don't do that, and I can see this in my life and this is where I am working to be better. When we don't do that, then the other person doesn't know. And that's not really fair, is it? In a friendship or a relationship or a marriage, they make up their own ideas of what's right and what's wrong. And if we don't have time to have a discussion or closure or have a a real non-heated discussion as well, where we can actually listen and we can be heard and we can express, it's really rare that that can happen. And when it doesn't happen, people make up ideas. I recently did a quote on Instagram that was like, what stories do you make up when you don't know the truth? What stories do you make up when you don't know the truth? That is all we do, if you ask me as human beings. 
is we make up stories when we don't know what the truth is. And the stories we make up are based off of our own bullshit and our own beliefs and our own ways that we see the world. If you have a story that all women are catty and bitches and they cut you and that all women are not to be trusted, and then you have a problem with a friend and you don't speak to that friend or that friend doesn't speak to you and tell you what happened, you will make up a story. See, I told you all women are like that. Women are not to be trusted. Women always do this to me. If you have a story that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock or whatever, and it was all scripted and Hollywood this and Hollywood that, and that's the way they are. That's your story. That's based off of what you believe. Do we know the truth? No. Do we know the truth about the pandemic and what happened in Wuhan and all this shit? We don't know any truth with that. Look at the stories that we make up and they're not right or wrong, but the stories we make up are based on our own stuff, our own beliefs, our own filters, the way we see the world, our trauma. We make up stories based off of our trauma. So this episode about friendships and tricky friendships, and I have another friendship where the communication is welcomed and I can say exactly how I feel and not be worried about being offensive. And that person hears me, gives me an opportunity, shares back what they feel. And I can be like, I disagree, but thank you. And it's a real respectful communication. And it doesn't mean we ever see eye to eye. There's a relationship I'm in right now, a friendship that like we're not seeing eye to eye. But we understand where each other's coming from. And we're happy to leave it at that and let time and the world and experience tell what happens. We're happy to leave it at that. No one needs to be right or wrong. It doesn't need to look a certain way. I don't need her to call me every day. She doesn't need me to do this. When we need that from our friendships, that is a bit of a codependent relationship. I need you to smile when I call you. I need you to call me back. I need you to be happy. I need you to agree with everything I say. No. A healthy friendship, you do fight, you do get into arguments and you come back and you discuss, hey, that shit you did, that wasn't cool. And I really felt like this or that really disrespected my boundaries or I'm not okay with what you did. And that to me is not okay. And because of that, I don't really, I don't know how we're going to continue. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Do you want to continue? I don't know. Okay, do you need some time? Let's take some time. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about it. Like it's a, it's a co-creation uh, friendship. There's more than one person. So I'm not in the mindset to believe that someone messed up. It's one person's fault. They're a hard person to be with. You know, they are this. Okay, if they're that, what are you? If they did that, what did you do? Or what did you not do? How is it a partial part of your responsibility? Because a relationship with more than one person, which is a friendship, right? Two people or more, there are more than one story. There's more than one story. And so I know in every relationship, whether I'm still friends with those people now, or we're not friends anymore, or we don't speak anymore, I know that I had a part of that. And I don't joke myself and go, that wasn't on me, that was on her, or that was on him. No, that was on us. Both of us have a part of this. And so at times when we don't have really good communication in friendships, and we don't have that openness, and we can't have that openness if we're not willing to do the work ourselves, we're going to come to that relationship expecting that person to do it. We're going to come to that relationship expecting that person to fulfill something in us that we don't already have. We're going to come to that relationship to get offended. If you're looking to be offended, my darling, you will find all the ways to be offended. If you're looking to prove yourself right by how women are bitches and catty and they're bad friends and they abandon you, go, go look. You will find all the ways how that is true for you. If you're looking 
to have a healthy relationship with another person, friendship, where you can speak, you can communicate, you can share hard truths, you could take responsibility, you can apologize, and you can listen when someone apologizes to you, you're going to have a healthy relationship. And those friendships that I have now that we've fought and we've argued and we've cried and we've laughed and we've moved through really massive shit and been there for each other, those are the best to me. Because we've had tiffs, we've had arguments, we've been up, we've been down. And that's to me, this is not gospel, this is just what I think. How you deal with an upset says a lot about the relationship. How you deal with an upset and an argument says a lot about the friendship. If straight away there's an argument and somebody's blasting you or there's there's behavior of codependency or narcissistic or, you know, blame and shame and cutting you off and silent treatment and all that shit or drama or fighting, physically hitting each other, throwing shit, like thrashing each other on public platforms and social media, any of that back and forth fighting, any of that stuff, there's some toxicity there on both sides. And it takes two to tango. So. My question to you as we wrap up this podcast is, if your friendships right now are feeling tricky, are you communicating? Are you sharing how you feel openly and honestly? Have you asked yourself and done the work with yourself as to why you're feeling this way? What about you is responsible in this? Is this something you need to do with yourself and maybe not bring up with a friend? Is this some work that needs to be done within you and honesty within you and responsibility within you that you can then bring to this friend? Is there some space that needs to be created? Is there some listening? Is there some talking? Like what is needed right now in this friendship? And once you know where you attracted this friend from, what part of you attracted this friend, ask yourself, is this a relationship that you desire to continue? Are you a good friend to this person? Do you like this person? Do you like who they're being and their values and what they're about? Are you still seeing eye to eye with this person? And guess what? It's okay if the answer is no. There's like 8 billion people on the planet and people change. People evolve and they are allowed to. And you don't have to be with them forever. Doesn't mean you can't love them up from far away. Doesn't mean you can't be grateful to them. I'm grateful to every single friend that I've had. And I've learned so many lessons from them and from myself as to who I became. And there's fuck ups that I've made that I'm happy to take responsibility for. And there's conversations that I've had that have been helpful and conversations that I've had that have not been helpful. And all of it, all of it has helped me grow and evolve to become a better person and in turn a better friend. Every day I'm better at talking about uh, uncomfortable conversations and conflict. How are you in conflict? How are you with difficult, uncomfortable conversations? How are your boundaries? Do you clearly assert your boundaries? I think about Kemi, my friend Kemi. I will mention her name because she is the queen of of non-apologetic friendship. Straight up, like unapologetic friendship in a loving, caring way. She just, she teaches me so much every day about how I can be better as a friend and how I can be better as a communicator, right? As a woman who communicates in the world and gets what I want and say what I want and shows up. She's just, 
I talked about her book, Power. We did a podcast, um, me and Kemi, recently. And she just has been the example of kindness, okay? Also, you don't got to be having boundaries and be responsible and be unapologetic and be an asshole, okay? That's not how, she's not an asshole. She's really kind. Just notice yourself being like, I got to be mean. No, you don't have to be mean. You can be super kind, super caring and end a friendship, super kind, super caring and take responsibility for where you messed up, super kind, super caring and ask for forgiveness or forgive someone. None of this means we got to be who we're not, right? You get to be who you are. But to start thinking about these questions, who were you when you attracted the friendship? Does the friendship light you up and make you feel good? Or is it hard work? And are you evolving from that friendship? And it's okay to evolve from a friendship. It's okay for friends to evolve and move away from us. I've had people move away from me and that's okay. Are there lessons to be learned? Are there, are there up-levelings to be had? Can you be better every day? And I love Maya Angelou's quote, you know, when people show you who they are, believe them. She did a podcast with Oprah and she's like, believe them. If they're showing you and they're telling you who they are, I'm a bad friend, I'm a this, I'm a that. If they're telling you and they're showing you, believe them. She says that they know themselves better than you think you know them. So an invitation to take a stock take, to take an inventory of your current friendships. What kind of friend are you being? What relationships do you need to have discussions with? If do you need to have discussions? Maybe you don't. What relationships have, have wrapped up and you're okay to leave it where it is, put a pin in it where it is. I'm one of those people. I trust that if you need to come back or I need to come back, we will open-heartedly come back. And if we don't, we don't. And, I, and all of it's okay. And I don't take responsibility for all of it. I know it's a part of the journey and the experience that we're all in, co- like, you know, co-creating and collectively on the planet. And I know as I shift and change and become a better version of myself, just like you, I will see people on a different stage of my life who are also doing that. I don't have any friends who are addicted to heroin. I don't. I, ca- I can't even imagine having a friend doing that. And I'm not saying I'm not on that level. I'm just saying I don't, I don't mess around in circles where my friends are doing that. I don't have close friends where there's all this drama 24-7 and they watch reality TV and there's drama and they gossip. I don't have those friends anymore. I don't have groups like that. That was probably high school for me. I haven't friends like that for years. I don't have that. Notice what kind of friendships you're attracting. And if you're unhappy with the attracting right now, then just pay attention to what's coming up for you. And just know this, I can guarantee you this, I'm going to leave you with this. As you shift and evolve and do the work to become a better version of yourself and raise your consciousness and do your work and heal your trauma and heal your lineage and question your thoughts and your bullshit beliefs that are not serving you, as you step into the greater version of yourself, you will lose people. We're going to lose people on the journey to becoming who we want to be. Or shall I say, letting go of who we're not. As we prune and shed who we are not, we will prune and shed, you know, air quotes, friends. And people who played roles that were necessary that may no longer be necessary in your future. And that is okay. That is okay. I hope you love today's podcast. I hope it helps you. Let me know what you think. Tag me. Send me a message. Send me a DM. I'm pumped to hear about it. It's a big topic. 
I'm going to come back with more episodes around friendships because I keep getting so many requests and it is a big topic, a huge one. I'm sending you all my love and gratitude. Thank you so damn much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to, and I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.